0: Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fasel.
1: Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher, John Bosch, Kane Fasell all here yet again to go over some players, their values in the dynasty trade calculator, the players around them, trying to give you a great gauge of players value so you can go and make some trades like pretty much after every single show we're just like, oh man, I need to send some offers before we put this show out. So seriously, listen to this for you get the notifications. Uh Uh-oh, Wall Street's up, better listen to this right away and go make some trade offers. That's how good we are. That's how awesome we are. And that's what we're here for. We're here to make you get trades done. That's what we do. But let's get into the players as we have them this week. I have written down that Kane is doing quarterbacks today. And since we go in order and on the trade calculator, I remember to say before we started this time, we always use 12-team Superflex PPR. So that is the setting we are using. So, Kane, why don't you introduce this quarterback you want to talk about?
2: So we haven't spent a whole lot of time talking about like the top tier quarterbacks and what they're worth. Um, So I think I think we have to do that, especially as we kind of, you know, get get deeper into the season. If what like, what do you do if you have one of these top guys that on your team and you're like, ooh, I should rebuild. First, you should keep the really good quarterback on your team in a super flex league. Like, I'm just going to start there. But the question is, what are they actually worth? And so we're going to look at one of my favorites, which is Josh Allen. Good one. Right. And what Josh Allen is actually worth. We've seen, you know, obviously at a great game this past week against um, the Tom Brady Buccaneers. And but, but the question is, what is he worth? And I think this is really, really interesting. So it's Josh Allen or two early 2022 firsts and a late 2022 first.
1: I don't think there was an amount of pure picks you were going to be able to give me that would make me say picks over Josh Allen. <laughs> and that's, I, I think we're at the point where the top tier is three people and any of them can be the 101 and no one should be able to get upset about it. Like Mahomes, Kyler, Josh Allen, to me, they're a tier. Like Mahomes used to have it by himself, but he's sort of coming down to the real world and, Everyone else, everyone has a little bit of flaws now. Let's put it that way. But those three, to me, seem to be that top tier. And man, even if like I'm trying to think of if there was a player worth that, I, I still don't think I do it, man. Like to get someone one of those top three quarterbacks in a super flex league, so much overpay is needed. And that that's too early first, and a late is not a giant overpay.
0: I think this is a fair price for for Josh Allen. I'd probably pay it for Josh Allen. Uh, Even though I typically do (laughs) like to go cheaper on my quarterbacks, my QB one slot, I like to fill with a guy like Josh Allen. So I'm happy to pay that. I don't believe I'm getting a Josh Allen out of the early firsts or the late first that I'm giving up here. So I'm happy to give that up. It, It is a lot. It feels like a lot. But when you look at what draft picks turn into, it's a lot less than I think most people will really feel it is
2: right especially when we look at you know first round picks they have what a 50 60% chance of actually hitting like a quarterback two or a running back two or a wide receiver two right that not to mention a top 3 dynasty asset mm-hmm. right it takes a long time there's a re- like Herbert's playing out of his mind and most people don't have him as a top 3 asset right it takes a while for these guys to actually become a top tier asset i i would much rather have Josh Allen in the picks but i guess the question is what then would you be willing to give Josh Allen up for? I think that's the main question here. Like if I add, if we added another pick and it was too early, a mid and a late, then do you move Josh Allen or do you need another quarterback? One plus something to move Josh. Like, is is that where you guys are at right now?
0: Yeah. Yeah, If if I'm Uh, moving Josh Allen, that's, that's the strategy I'm taking is I'm approaching the borough manager. I'm approaching, you know, the guy with, field something like that uh if i'm going to trick away josh allen i want somebody that can fulfill that production and i want picks on top of it yes uh, and i'm not doing like fields in a first for josh allen but if you want to give me like fields and two firsts then then maybe i'm interested if you give me burrow and an early first or burrow and you know two firsts that's that's going to interest me That's how I would break down Josh Allen. I would never trade Josh Allen for just picks, I don't think.
1: But everything John said, absolutely. What's really, really tough is, you know what? Even let's pull Herbert into that top tier because you're absolutely right. I think he does belong there, but I just have stuck in my head. It's those three guys. So those four guys, they're really young. I mean, 2017 is the earliest draft class. 2017, 2019, 2020. I mean, these... There's no reason to trade away young quarterbacks in a super flex league. Again, if your team's bad and you have like two, three assets and you need to trade one away, you're definitely not taking three firsts for it. The smartest move to me would be what John was saying before. Go get Fields a first and a second. Fields, two firsts. Move yourself down. Get a young quarterback that you super believe in or at least have seen a little bit from. We've seen Fields look very good. And... That offense can't get worse, <laughs> I, which is a terrible, scary thing to say out loud. But I think that's the case with Nagy and the bad offensive line and the ghost of Alan Robinson and only Darnell Mooney to throw to. So like to me, that offense has to get better. So that's absolutely my move is downgrading to a guy I would still have as a top two maybe round startup pick plus a couple of extra picks on top. And honestly, I need age to be at least Allens or below. And I get that age isn't that big of a deal when it comes to quarterbacks. But value-wise, it still sort of matters. So I don't want to go for like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers or those kind of guys. I want, like John was saying, I want to stick to like Burrow or Fields or someone like that.
2: Well, I think age definitely matters because if we look at the top five, Quarterbacks, which are the five guys that will rank today, the oldest one is twenty-six. The Jack. oldest one out of the top five is twenty-six, and that's Patrick Mahomes.
1: Oh, Dak's not there. Okay, no, but like on the top five. See, like to me, I would use Dak. Like I would be okay with Dak because it's a couple of years older, but he's still not an old quarterback, I guess. Right.
2: So he- here's the five quarterbacks that we're gonna rank today. Um, just because you know how much I love chaos.
1: Yes. you you love making things hard for us. We get it. Exactly.
2: So the five quarterbacks that we're going to rank today are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, and Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Not great. Which are, Bob. The, which are the top five quarterbacks in, in the dynasty trade calculator.
0: I mean, this is easy for me. It's honestly, it's, it's Mahomes, Allen, Kyler, Herbert, Lamar for me, uh, I, I wish I I really want to put Lamar up higher, but he just seems to not he's not I don't think he's ever gonna give me what I really wanted him to be. and that's not to say he's bad. He is he is my fifth quarterback like that's really really good. I would give a lot to have Lamar on my teams uh but it's just it doesn't seem like we're ever gonna get that full season just put together again. we had it. it was awesome. His value skyrocketed, but he's fifth on this list for me. <laughs> That's what's making bad. I think he is right outside that top tier. I, I do think that the other four are a tier and I think it's Mahomes, Allen, Kyler, Herbert. Honestly, I don't care if if you want to give me like a first in Herbert for Mahomes, I would take that in a heartbeat too. So like I would trade yeah. pretty quickly in between this tier itself.
2: Is is the first the baseline, or would you do like a second? Would you do like you know a wide receiver,
0: low wide receiver, two wide receiver, three to it make would, that swap? It, the The pick wouldn't interest me. A second, oh, well, second wouldn't do it. Okay. Um, but if it was a decent receiver, I'd probably take whichever other quarterback plus the receiver. If, if you've got some names you want to throw out, throw them out, and I'll let you know. But uh, yeah. I, mean, I was it's... thinking
1: like the Pittman Judy range, like that twenty to twenty four.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, I would probably take Herbert and Judy for Mahomes. Any
2: of them, yeah. Yeah. Like, would you go down as far as, like, you know, Darnell Mooney, potentially?
0: I don't think so, but I'm not a, I'm not a huge Mooney. I, or... I
1: actually do like him, but it's not – I want someone I'm going to feel good putting in my lineup, and someone sure. I will most likely put in my lineup every week.
2: So we'll move just a little bit higher for you, John. Uh What about, like, Rashad Bateman? Does that sway the needle or not?
0: That would be close, and – this is a, a great tier uh, to preview for my wide receiver section. Nice. Uh, but um, Teasers, I, I don't like it. think Bateman would do it. I think he okay. would be like right on the edge. Sure. Like he, so, yeah, that's, so, that's like, right on right,
2: the edge. So then right above him is exactly what what Russ mentioned. Like that, you know, that Claypool, Michael Pittman, yeah. Jerry Judy yeah. range. And then obviously there's older guys, right? The Keenan Allens, that DeAndre Hopkins, those sort of guys. Those um, are the
0: range I think I would do.
2: Okay. Sounds good. Uh Russ, how do you guys how do you have these five ranked? Uh
0: I
1: have them ranked exactly like John does and the only only reason I don't have Kyler at 2 is because he just keeps missing games. And that scares me a little bit. And I get I'm not calling him injury prone whatsoever, but there's a running back who keeps having ankle injuries or mm-hmm. shoulder injuries and again, I'm not saying that because they happened before they're going to happen in the future. But they do keep happening, and I might as well play it safe. As someone I think has a very similar floor and very similar ceiling as the other player, but Kyler honestly is just more fun. You know, Josh Allen's a much bigger dude. You know, he's more of that Cam Newton linebacker style of running, while Kyler will just make he's a guy the, he's look the like running
0: a running game for Buffalo.
1: that's yeah and that's also fair
0: is the running game for man devin singletary's lighting
1: it up lately i don't know man um
0: but yeah (laughs) i do have to
1: scratch
2: zach moss
1: (laughs) healthy scratch zach moss baby so i do have them in the exact same order as john the only thing i will say just because i brought his name up before i would put Dak ahead of lamar at the end even though you didn't list him sure um
2: See, the reason why i didn't list him is that he was uh he's older well and he's quite a few points down from lamar um, so yeah, there's. I, I,
1: yeah. I get it but that's i don't i don't know if it's a me thing but i will always be seem to be a little higher on deck than what a lot of people seem to be
2: sure. no I, I get that um so my list is just two players switched around from what you guys have i still have mahomes and allen at one and two i actually have justin herbert above kyler murray at three yeah. um just because i'm not worried about any missing games i'm not worried about injuries like and He's throwing just a ton. Um, and with the new coaching staff, like I'm, I'm pretty confident that that's going to continue for, for quite a while with the Chargers. Then Kyler Murray at four and Lamar at five. Um, I think John said it best is that there really is a tear break between that top four and Lamar Jackson. Like, I, I love Lamar Jackson, I love how much he runs, but like, you're already getting that you can get that with Allen, and you can also get 300 yard passing weeks at yeah. the same time with multiple touchdowns so like that's the big reason why why lamar um is lower like yeah the rushing production is really nice but he doesn't always pair that rushing production with large passing weeks um so lamar can be the reason why you win a few weeks but the amount that you win because of lamar are a lot lower than with these other four quarterbacks
1: i will say though going into next year with marquise brown doing really well a second-year Rashad Bateman, Mark Andrews lighting it back up again, and a healthy J.K. Dobbins for a hopefully more efficient running game, even though Devonta Freeman is putting up plenty of points. I still think J.K. Dobbins would be a little better than he is. Maybe we do see a better, more equal offense, which may lead to more passing points, but that's a maybe I don't think you want to gamble on. I would rather, like you said, just go up to that top tier in Josh Allen because I, do,
2: I i really don't think you're paying a whole lot yes from lamar to one of these other like i i think you're realistically like i i would realistically pay any of those wide receivers we mentioned lamar plus one of those receivers to get into this you know herbert murray range right that doesn't bother me at all and it, i would i feel safer at my quarterback one spot than than just rolling about Lamar and whatever quarterback, 2 I happen to muster. Um, That's what we got. I think this is a really interesting um, talk about quarterbacks, because we don't often talk about the top quarterbacks because they just are what they are. Yes. Right. It's like, no, these are just the guys that we would have said the exact same thing about a few months ago. It's not like there's a ton of movement. Um, So I, I think it's worthwhile to bring those up at least just every once in a while. Absolutely. And before we do move on to the next uh, position,
1: which happens to be mine at running back, I want to ask you a question. If you have a team that is not competing, I mean, we're what week 14 is happening right now, right? Because we're talking on Monday. So playoffs are next week. If you have a team, you did not make the playoffs. Would you trade Lamar Jackson and David Montgomery for Patrick Mahomes? Yes
0: would i give and get my homes back yeah All right. is is this you're 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 asking a very specific question here Ross?
1: Uh, there is i mean now that lamar got hurt i'm very happy he did not accept it but I, that got rejected just putting it out there just needed to see if i was wrong or if this person should you happen to be listening apparently you're wrong yeah rocky nope <laughs> <laughs> yeah shane <laughs> i mean to be fair rocky was a great like yeah. law of averages guess, but just because of the amount of leagues were in together because of the I know. whole. Uh... yeah all right so let's move on to running back and i think it's about time we talk about this uh christian mccaffrey like what do we do with christian mccaffrey that's the tough thing because let's when the man plays he's the running back one you know he he did he was not a hundred percent and still put up 28 points of course he then went on ir for the next for the rest of the season after that happens but where do okay i guess i'm getting way too ahead of myself let's just go straight into picks i know this is going to be tough for john because we're <laughs> going to be talking picks and an older running back who is 26 years old
0: older Christ- and injured
1: Yes, so Christian McCaffrey is worth an early first and a late second so Ooh, let me let me set that's a scene seriously for you. it yes let me set a scenario for you you have a team that you get bounced out of the first round you have these picks on you and you think next year I throw Christian McCaffrey on my pretty young team I have a chance to win it all do you send an early first and a late second for Christian McCaffrey for next year
0: I am shocked that his value is that low. Oh yes. That, I I can't even believe that I mean that's I would like to see like the the chart just just to follow the line graph of that uh because it is that's definitely taken a massive plummet throughout this season. That's insane.
1: It's it's valid though especially like trade value right now it's it's plummeted.
0: Yeah yeah I so I mean early in the year I was Tried, I tried, tried to trade out of CMC the entire offseason because that's just how I treat running backs. Uh, I hate to get, hate them, hate them, hate them, hate them. So anytime I could trade CMC for like a Dobbins plus, I was doing it. Um, and of course, in the last week and a half, I have now added CMC to two rosters because he got really cheap and some playoff contenders needed an active running back. I gave up Chubb for him, which... I feel fine with I'd much yeah. rather have CMC next year. And I gave up Alvin Kamara in a league that only has one year left. It's a five-year league. So I'd rather have CMC next year. I got some other pieces back too, but it was negligible. So basically I gave up Kamara to have CMC next year. I'll roll the dice that CMC is going to be better. I think he will be. Would I give an early first and a second though? Um I mean, I would give up an early first for CMC and the second I don't really care about. I would exactly. give that up. If, if I, if I think my team is going to be competing um, because that's, that's such a strong addition to your starting lineup, Christian McCaffrey. Now, granted, if, if I don't think next year is my year, I I really don't want to, I'm not investing in Christian McCaffrey. I'm not investing in running back. For if sure. I am, it's going to be a rookie running back.
1: Well, that's why with, I set the scenario because it needed to be a conversation yes. where the answer might be yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, Christian McCaffrey is so valuable still. Like that's that's shocking to me that he's that low in the calculator. I give the early first for Christian McCaffrey. He's still okay. Christian McCaffrey, right? Like
2: kind of. next year, Christian McCaffrey's twenty-six years old. Yeah, that's it. Only he's twenty-six gone. years old. Yes, no, I want Christian only. McCaffrey for an early first and a late second. <laughs> like Christian McCaffrey. So I'll I'll just, I think we've talked about this a few times. I don't think any running back, right. Normally we see the, the first running back off the board in, in rookie drafts tends to be a running back one in ADP by the time the season starts. I don't Mm -hmm. think we have that this year. So you realistically trading would you trade a quarterback, uh, a rookie quarterback for CMC? And if, if, if you did get bounced from the playoffs early, and you have a solid squad like CMC is going to help you a whole lot more than than whatever quarterback is going to struggle next year.
1: Yeah, especially because if you have a good squad and you draft that rookie quarterback, your goal is to either hang on to him for the long run and hope he becomes something, or to move him for someone like CMC. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do I have to do it now? Can I wait till like next season starts and I see? <laughs> And I see I, how healthy he is. I mean I that like changes things a little bit. Can I wait bit, till but... week 15 next year and I see how the see if he's still playing next year, week 15 this time. Like,
1: no, John, no, you that's can't.
0: when I want to add running backs. I'm ready to am finally ready to add running backs to teams right now.
1: Yeah, I wasn't like I was very surprised that this value came up in a way that would make me be okay with taking the CMC over the picks just because, again, I. I don't like paying for running backs in general. I don't like paying for top tier running backs,
0: but man, this does not feel like paying for a run. This back. does not feel like paying for a top tier <laughs> running because especially look,
1: if Christian McCaffrey misses half the season, even if it's spread out, it seems like it's the kind of thing where it's funny. It's like Dalvin cook. I love the fact that Dalvin cook will miss games, but we will know what games he misses. He's, he doesn't leave games early very often. It seems like with Christian McCaffrey, we see it coming. He makes it most of the way through a game, having already scored 25, 28 points, and then, okay, shelved for a few weeks. Like, we see it coming. So if I, I can get, like, eight games of 30 points for a first, yeah, I'm going to do that. And hopefully, fingers crossed, he plays more than eight games, in which case, pure money. Like, I, I was very taken aback by the fact that I was willing to move picks for Christian McCaffrey. But let's get to the players list. And here's – I made this so the conversation had to be a little bit more straightforward. I left off the young guys is what it comes down to. Yes, you can't do the John <laughs> Bosch
2: if you're competing, if you're rebuilding. The mean... first,
1: Okay, so four of the first five running backs are Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, DeAndre Swift, skip a guy, and you got Javante Williams at five. Those are the first five players. I would take all of
0: them over CMC right Exactly, which is why I
1: completely (laughs) left them off. I think everybody would. Exactly. So that's why 100% there was no point in having them in the conversation. Nope. But here are the guys I want to bring in. The youngest of these players is 24 years old. Everyone else is 25, 26, 27. We have, like I said, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley. I just dropped my pencil. Joe Mixon. Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, Alvin Kamara, and Derek Henry. And yes, I went a little longer than normal just because I think it could be any of these guys in a lot of order. And as someone who hates running back, I'm always interested (laughs) to hear other people's opinions on them. Because if I'm going to pay for someone, I like having other people's opinions on who I should actually go to pay for. And yes, I know right now is a little different because Henry's out and... I mean, Saquon had a good game this week, even though it didn't seem like a full workload, especially with what's going on with the Giants offense anyway. But I still feel like this is, this still feels like a bit of a tier for me. So I thought this was a good group of guys to put together. And I'm vamping so you guys can actually put this. Yeah, I I have my list
2: here. Um, It doesn't feel great. Um, So CMC is at one for me out of this list. I have Alvin Kamara at two. I have Derrick Henry at three. Um, because i'm just looking at all of this over a two to three year window um, which player would i have over a two to three window so cmc Kamara, henry dalvin cook austin eckler saquon and joe mixon that's how i have it right now but i'd like if, if you want me to move you know eckler for saquon plus like i would do that yeah, you it's know, the same like, exact
1: thing. It's the tier where you're willing to right. move around for not much in between. I, I, w-
2: I will say that I think I have CMC provided, like, we're not starting any of these guys right now, like, for the playoffs. I would rather have CMC as a tier above the rest of these players for me. Okay. You up, John,
1: or do you need to go?
0: No, I'm ready. Um, And, and I basically took health out of it because... I think everybody knows by now, like, you healthy running back greater than any running back. Like, if, if you need somebody now, healthy running back greater than any other running back. doesn't matter what you give up for him. Get the healthy running back, get your playoff win, and try and win the championship. So, aside from that, I have Dalvin as my first. I have Christian McCaffrey at two, Kamara at three, Derek Henry at four. I honestly kind of think there's a little bit of a tear break between the top three and Derek Henry for me. Uh, and then another tier break, <laughs> uh, and then it goes Saquon Eckler Mixon. I, I I really wish I could get on board with Eckler because he seems like he's always just way more affordable, Very good than he should be, and he does. Yeah, he, he he does put up some points, but I don't know. It's just for some reason I I've never been able to fully get on board with him, and I even against this list I still don't feel great putting him over anybody else really on this list yeah you know, he doesn't feel like a Kamara or a Henry capital
1: snob is that what you're doing
0: I don't even care that. <laughs> at this at this point in his career that that matters early that no yeah. longer matters after he gets paid he got paid so yeah. that, that takes things out of the, that once once he gets a commitment he's fine um the, I really don't want anybody from the bottom of the list and I kind of feel okay paying for Dalvin Kamara, CMC, and Henry. If if this is their price and I'm playing for next year running back, I think on one to two year window at the max. Yeah, like sure. I want this, I want the current year out of them. And if I get a next year out of a running back, I'm pretty happy with that. So yeah. I, I think all of these guys at the top of this tier are gonna be fine for next year. I think Derek Henry comes back. Has a good year. It might be the last year we ever get production out of him. We're definitely not buying any of these guys. We're not adding any of these guys to our rosters for a value increase. We yeah. all know we are investing in a decreasing asset. There is no way around it. Yeah, but it, it's, a, buying... it's a
1: run out the clock operation. With exactly. Well, Henry <laughs> might be the <laughs> one guy
2: I think you get.
0: Okay, Stanley.
2: <laughs> we're just here to run out the clock it's five this o'clock is, baby this is
0: a run out the clock situation kid
2: <laughs> i
1: think Henry's the one guy that will have the chance of getting a value increase you get henry right now he comes back because he, he can technically come back before the nfl season ends so if he comes back and goes yeah. into the playoffs and looks well he, his value might go up my list is very different from the two of you and i did it more on a value standpoint what i think it will be i still have saquon at one I, I believe in Saquon. I can't love him so much. I can't get past it. I he is he's the one for me, and I hate you, Brian Har, because you did this to me. Uh, Dalvin at two. I have Eckler at three. Mixon at four.
0: Wow, we are very different. And this, yeah, this like I amazing. said,
1: Eckler and Mixon to me are mid tier. RB ones who will miss less games than most because I'm ready for all of these guys to miss games because the a they're running backs b they've all done it before so I still think that Mixon and Eckler both have workhorse shares of their back field and seems like they'll miss less games at this point because Kamara at five just because I have no idea what that offense like if the saints the saints were listed as one of the three teams russell wilson is willing to waive his no trade clause russell wilson goes there they sign a wide receiver okay never mind kamara's moving up like he's yeah yeah, like to the moon but right now i have kamara at five just because i think his value stays steady he'll never i don't think they want him to ever wanted him to be a workhorse back but he's amazing at what he does and the problem not the problem the good thing about his value is he's a pass catcher his value will fall slower than everyone else's because he will always have that PPR role and then I have CMC at six and Henry at seven my thing I even though I did say Henry will get a boost if he comes back and plays the reason we all were so in on Henry even though he never
0: gets hurt
1: he carries the ball 400 times a season and never gets hurt that's gone now uh and the thing is he's already 27 years old he's on a team that is getting less good as time goes on fancy term right there and i i don't think his value ever gets back to like even when we did that draft that was for next year and henry didn't get drafted until what, like seven round seven to 10. Like I, he didn't have value when he was healthy for next year. I don't think he has much coming back from an injury. Like maybe he'll come, he'll probably have the value of a high end RB two, even though he'll probably score more than that. That's what I think his dynasty value will be.
0: These are so, all running backs that I will target in the off season because they are going to get to that. This is yes. the. this would be the last time like, that you can get production out of them and you're probably going to acquire them for cheaply. I mean, yeah, if th- CMC is already a first and second, that's crazy. And he's more valuable than a lot of guys on this list.
1: And before we move on, I do want to give you the order of which they are in the trade calculator because okay. this, we have Saquon coming in at 37 points. Next at you know fourth overall, sixth overall, Mixon, 33. Eckler, right below him, 32. Nick Chubb, who I left out, Dalvin Cook, Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara, take three steps down to get to Derrick Henry. Wow. That's bonkers to me.
0: They, I mean, not I to wonder, me, because that
1: was pretty close to the order I put them in.
0: I wonder if they'll all get bumped, like the the injured ones. I wonder, you know, CMC uh, and Henry, I wonder if they'll just get bumped in the offseason, just because they'll be healthy.
1: But the thing is, I don't think there's a chance they ever come close to catching up to Jonathan Taylor, Najee Harris, no, DeAndre no, no, Swift, no. or Javante Williams
2: again. Not but I, I, I don't think that's the question. right? I, it's not like which of these is going to hop into the tier yeah. one of running backs. I think time the, the, the question is just who's going to be the best out of these mm-hmm. running backs for the next few years. I think that's the more realistic question.
0: I don't yeah. think you can even look for a few years, though, out of any of these guys. I think out of these guys, you one have to, to go, like,
1: like, we're past, like, where we added, where, we, where we were with Zeke before this season started. We're pretty much one season at a time
0: mm-hmm. with him.
1: And, of course, I was all in on this season, and it seems like that was a bad move already. So, so I think that's where we are with all of these guys going forward. But running backs, who cares? Uh, John, you picked wide receiver, so... And you gave us a nice little uh, teaser before with our (laughs) tier. So who do you got?
0: I did. And it happens to be a a wide receiver right in that tier. As a wide receiver, I do not have on any rosters. I mean, I I really don't think I have him on any rosters. It's Elijah Moore. Um, He wasn't in the rookie tier. He wasn't the guy out of that rookie tier wide receivers that I wanted. Every time I had the chance, I took Bateman or I took Rondell Moore. Like those three were just locked right next to each other in every single rookie draft or auction. So I have none. I am a little interested. He seems to have had somewhat of a decent rookie year, but of course, he's also a Jet. So,
1: and on the IR,
0: that's a big negative. And yeah, now he's hurt. He comes in on the calculator at 22.4. So there's no like good first round pick to to give early on the calculator is 25.4. Mid is 17. So I think we're going to split that difference. Like somewhere between an early and a mid. So like the 105. I was
1: about to say, call it the 105. And then we could go with that.
0: All right. I I think that's what we're going to look at. So you've got a non-playoff team uh, first round pick, but a decent one. Somebody that just missed the playoffs. That's their first round pick. You're looking at the 105.
1: I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll take the player. First of all, because I am a wide receiver guy. Yeah, I got a very wonderful look from Kane. Uh, <laughs> see, here's my thing. Especially if we're doing this right now. In that area, I am either getting, let's pretend it goes QB, one, two, three, running back, one, two, three. I'm not getting the best of any position, any of either of those positions. I'm getting a guy who either A, fell like I, I have to hope that a guy I prefer falls to me or a guy that I don't like the top tier of like, you know, like John, I think you said you had Javante as your running back one or something like that. Or two. Was that, I forgot. what was, I forgot last. No, oh, uh, ETN. Sorry. That's who we did last week.
0: Yes. I liked ETN a
1: lot. Yeah. So like that well, sort of thing happening, like to me, Elijah Moore, was doing really, really well on a very bad offense with very bad quarterback play. Zach Wilson is still going to be playing, so hopefully
0: he gets better.
1: (laughs) You know, it yes, there's absolutely under the pretense that you hope things can get better for Zach Wilson, hence getting better for Elijah Moore. I know where Elijah Moore is. I know who his quarterback will be for a long time. We are hoping all of these running backs and quarterbacks fall to good places. And as of right now, not knowing specific wide receivers, but knowing that Kane and other people have said there is no stud this year. I'll take the guy I know is on a team with his quarterback who has been scoring points already and doing it well. And chances are he just got shelved because why put him back out there? So I'm absolutely fine with that. I would stare at it for a while. I don't, it would be a very specific thing for me to do it right now. But the thing for me is I don't think you get Elijah Moore for less. So if you want him, I'm willing to give up the QB or RB2 in this year's draft to go get a wide receiver I like. Mostly because chances are I'm rebuilding and I like wide receivers.
2: Uh, Give me the pick really easily. Uh, this like it's not close to me. If if I had to re rank Elijah Moore in this draft class, um, he would be like top nine. Uh, I get it. So, you know i I think the one hundred and five is an increasing asset. I think Elijah Moore has is close to his relative ceiling. Um, so I'll take the pick, knowing that a quarterback is going to increase their value just so much more between now and the start of the season. If I take the one hundred and five now. And, and take, you know, Sam Howell, Malik Willis, whomever, that ends up being a first-round pick, and, and they increase in value between now and their first start, I'm going to be able to trade them for Elijah Moore plus-plus at that moment. Um, and I'm not going to be able to, try to trade Elijah Moore for that quarterback right before they make their first start. Um, so, so that's why I would rather take the pick. That's super fair.
0: I will also take the pick yeah, pretty I easily. <laughs> and I, even though I, I've become a little bit more interested in him, I'm not interested in him at, the, at that level. Kane, I'm curious what level you would be interested. Like, would the 108 do it for you?
2: Um, So I have him. I would. Uh, so four quarterbacks, two running backs, two to three wide receivers. So, yeah, I think 108 would be fine. I'd probably take Elijah Moore. But so well, the thing is that pick won't in. get Elijah Moore right now.
0: Probably not. Unless unless whoever drafted him is, you know, they took him at 112. And They're like, okay, well, I made a little bit on this. He's not the guy that I think he's gonna be long term, and I'm gonna get out and okay. I'll, well, I'll fine. I'm gonna
1: change my answer. If I can get him for the 108 and 109, I would gladly do that <laughs> instead of the 105. How about that?
0: You already overpaid at the 105, though, Russ. So all right, let's let's hit uh the, the tier. And I removed the old guys, uh, but I'm gear- I'm going to ask about them afterwards okay. because I'm curious uh, mm-hmm. because I think there could be one-for-one one old guy, young guy trades, which sometimes that works out positionally, even though one-for-one one trades are usually not worth it positionally when there's big age gaps. There can be. All yeah. right, so we'll start with the young guys. The tier is Michael Pittman, Jerry Judy, Chase Claypool, Devonte Smith, and T. Higgins.
2: I just traded for like two or three of these guys this week.
0: <laughs> I, I, I like mm. five of the six receivers in this group that I just gave up. <laughs> uh, okay. So, Elijah Moore, clearly my sixth. Six, seven, four, he's five, the one six. I don't like.
2: Okay, I can go. I, th- I think go I have this. It. Fire away. Down here. Uh, Devonta Smith is my one. Um, he's just the best player out of this group. T. Higgins at two. He's connected to a better quarterback. Michael Pittman at three. He's getting volume connected to a decent quarterback. Jerry Judy at four. He's connected to not a quarterback.
0: To an opportunity. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, to an opportunity. Basically. An opportunity for a good quarterback.
2: Right. That's why That's why Claypool is like really similar to Judy in that regard. I have him at five and I have Elijah Moore at six. I think I have Judy just above Claypool just because Judy can – if they get the exact same quarterback coming in, Judy's going to end up with more targets than Claypool. Claypool's going to end up with, you know, some a higher A dot down the field uh, than Judy is, but I think Judy still gets more of those targets, and, and that's what I'm going after here. So Judy at four, Claypool at five, Elijah Moore at six, because he he's fine.
0: Russ, okay. what do you got?
2: I have T. Higgins at one,
1: because I yes! love T. Higgins.
0: <laughs> so do I. I'm and
1: I am... Um, Ready to declare I don't care that Jamar Chase is on the other side. I have Michael Pittman at two, Judy at three, Devonta Smith at four. I would have Devonta Smith higher if I knew who his quarterback was next season, and if it was not Jalen Hurts. Um five, Elijah Moore, six, Chase Claypool. I again like if you told me Aaron Rodgers were was going to Pittsburgh. Claypool would go much higher. It takes a specific quarterback to go with Chase Claypool. That's the only reason I have him below Judy, who also we don't know whose quarterback is going to be, because Judy's game is getting open, and quarterbacks like to throw two open receivers. Chase Claypool is getting open downfield, which means you need someone who can throw downfield or someone who's willing to throw a contested ball, which is why Sutton is so trash right now, because Bridgewater is not willing to do that. I don't know how committed i am to a lot of this order like Higgins to me at one is pretty a pretty up there pittman at two i don't feel super strong like pittman judy i can probably swap whatever Smith is a heavy four because i really do like him but that situation is just so weird right now and five and six i guess I'm pretty strong at as well so it's really just that two three that I don't really know how i feel just that's the order i put them in right now
0: well, I agree with you. T. Higgins is, is first. He's first on my list. He is a tier of his own on this list for me. Um big T Higgins fan. Uh I wasn't scared when Chase got drafted there at all because I think Burrow is good enough to actually support two two wide receivers. Like they're just a good offense. They've Burrow can support both of them. Well, I just I loved the T. Higgins,
1: Higgins show we got at the you know the last half of last season.
0: They're 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 both very good wide receivers, yeah. and T. Higgins is not gonna go away. Like nope. he's he's gonna continue to be good. We're just gonna look for that offense to be good. Uh two, I have Judy. Then three, I have Devonta Smith. Like you said, honestly, those two could flip-flop back and forth for me. They're pretty even for me. I I don't really have a huge preference between them. Kind of wanna set a tier there, but I, I think Pittman is actually closer to judy and devonta smith than he is to the other two guys on the list for me next is chase claypool then it's a massive tear break and then it's elijah moore i'm just i'm just not in to elijah moore and if i can get any of these other guys in this range i'd rather have any of them
1: see here's my thing to me at least elijah moore is safer than chase claypool the ceiling is higher on claypool to me but the floor to me is safer on a guy who is a possession receiver at heart, like Elijah Moore is, than someone that is depending on a deep ball, like Claypool is. That that's the only reason I have him above him, or if anything, would say he's in the same tier.
0: Yeah, but if I'm looking for floor receivers, like I, I don't mind, I don't mind getting a, a boom bust receiver. I, if I want a, a safe floor receiver. I'll look for guys that are a lot cheaper. I mean, there there's plenty of guys that go out and hit ten targets a game for cheaper, you know, and they'll catch six or seven for sixty to seventy. They're older, they're cheaper. <laughs> I, I'd rather just plug those in. If I'm yeah, but if I'm to me, more up...
1: still has the ceiling as well, not maybe ah. claypools for touchdown ceiling, but he has a ceiling higher than being Hunter Renfro.
0: Hunter Renfro is a good one. <laughs> That's it. Man, he's been he's been uh He's been great to plug in. Kudos to those that had him on our roster. Okay, so quick one-for-ones. Um, it, and If if you want to do rebuilding, contending scenario, whatever, I don't care. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins or Elijah Moore?
2: Hopkins. Hopkins.
0: Mike Evans, Elijah Moore?
2: Evans. Evans.
0: Keenan Allen, Elijah Moore?
2: Not Moore.
1: <laughs> I, I would start thinking about it there, but I think the answer – See, value-wise, I think Elijah Moore is worth more than Keenan. So if we are doing competing rebuilding, I would make that as well.
0: I would take all these guys over Elijah Moore. And just, I, I know that I've then put somebody on my roster that is just going to be on my roster until they're done. And I'm fine well, with that. Also very
1: fair, but if I'm not competing, I don't think I'm getting a first for Keenan Allen. So if someone's willing to give me Elijah Moore, I do that pretty easily.
0: Yeah. Probably, and that's probably the move that you should make if you are trying and to look right now
1: Would I send Elijah Moore for Keenan Allen, assuming reports come out that he's okay to play starting next week? Yes, 100%. I would do that. Because I like winning sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes.
0: Winning's important. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is, that, uh, is that your list of players?
0: That's it. I just wanted to measure against those three because I think those are three wide receivers that were – we're going to see a lot of age movement coming up here in a, in a month or so after the yeah. season ends. People are going to look at those guys and think, I need to get them off my roster. I need to get younger. Who's a wide receiver I can one-for-one one them with?
1: I, earlier in the season, I'm talking maybe week 8 to 10-ish, moved Mike Evans for Elijah Moore and a 23 first. And f-
0: that, I that I f- would feel pretty good about. That's a pretty um, good return.
1: That was before Elijah. Elijah Moore had like one or two good games at that point, hmm. and I was blowing my team up. So that's what I was able to get.
0: That's that's a nice. And return. I did. I
1: honestly was surprised by that because to me, Mike Evans never gets the value respect he should.
0: He does not. <laughs> no.
1: All right, well, that wraps up another day on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Thank you for joining. And Russ Fisher at Dynasty Outhouse, John Bosch at John Bosch FF, Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. Ring the bell. We are out of here.